Hello and welcome back to C-Red UK, where quite simply, it's a Chicago Bulls thing. Wherever you're listening, as long as it's available, rate, review, subscribe, helps us out and ensures you never miss another episode. I'm Matt, and as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? I'm okay. I'm shielded from what is practically torrential rain at the moment here in Ireland, but uh, I do apologise for any residual noise of raindrops hitting on the roof of the car, but uh, at least I'm dry. It's <laughs> the main thing. Yeah, and tonight we're joined by a special guest. Uh, second time we've been joined by him. It is the voice of, well, Chicago sports pretty much. Tim Sinclair, how are we doing, Tim? Fantastic, guys. Thank you for uh, for having me back. It's an honor. Yeah, we've been trying to get it done for quite some time, but obviously you're extremely busy, and so are we. So. <laughs> <laughs> and not to rub it in, Neil, but it is about as perfect a day in Chicago as you're going to get today. It is absolutely gorgeous. So uh, no dodging raindrops here. Yeah, thanks. That makes me feel a whole lot better, Tim. Thanks for that. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> hey, we just had six months of no sun. So the fact that the sun is shining and the temperature is perfect, uh, we, we've got to celebrate a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Enjoy <laughs> it while you can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, when we had you on last time, it was we'd we'd not long started um, doing this, and we went over a few things, and we'll kind of revisit them and go over what's happened this year as well, I guess. But the first question I've got for you is: obviously, you wear a lot of hats in terms of Chicago sports, and you're announcing and stuff like that. Uh, three-time All-Star, uh, been an announcer. But the big question is, amongst all them accomplishments, where does it rank being the first two-time guest on Seaward UK? <laughs> well, of, uh, of all the things you mentioned, I'd say probably just outside the top five. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can go with that. Benjamin. Yeah, we'll take that. We'll take that. <laughs> now, in all seriousness, um, I, I will say that it's been fun to follow your progress and um, be be a guest early on and watch you work through, you know, how this works and how often you do it. And, you know, is anybody going to listen and what technology do we use to uh, to where you are now, where, um, you know, you've gotten a lot of that stuff figured out and uh, got people who are listening all the time and really developing a community. So congratulations on that. And uh, thanks for making me a small part of it. No, thank you. Uh, well, you. You've been a massive part of it, to be fair, because we used two of your apps, which obviously we'll get into <laughs> later on as well. But I'll let Neil take the first serious question. Well, for, first of all, before I get into the serious questions, uh, happy birthday for last week, Tim. Oh, thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, eventually you start forgetting you have birthdays, but uh, <laughs> it, it was a good one regardless. Yeah, and uh, for anyone who's interested, and, and to yourself, happy Star Wars Day for today. Ah, uh, yes, yes. May the fourth be with you and and everyone else. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, <laughs> just not what, me. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe this guy has never seen Star Wars? Well, I, you know, I can believe that because I have seen, I believe, just one. Um, I am not a Star Wars guy at all, um, but. I, I can appreciate those who are. At least I try to appreciate those who are. <laughs> okay, I'm on my own then. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll, I'll move on. Um, okay, so basically, you know, we'll, we'll get into the basketball side of things. Um, 
watching from the sidelines as you do you know in in your ringside seats which we're not at all jealous of and uh-huh. absolute uh, obviously having a job to do at the same time it must be quite conflicting in a season such as the one that the Bulls just put down where everything is so up and down how do you separate say Tim the fan from Tim the announcer and has there ever been a time where you've let your emotions seep a little bit too much into what you're saying into the mic? Yeah, it, you know, it's interesting because I, I've, I've kind of had to merge my fandom with my job in that, you know, maybe earlier in my life when I wasn't sitting courtside or at least didn't have an open mic in front of my face during every <laughs> uh, sporting event I watched, I was a little bit more animated and would talk to the television or cheer or yell or whatever. Um, but but work in, in this role long enough and you start to um, cheer the way you're allowed all the time, <laughs> whether you're right. at home on the couch, whether my boys and I happen to be at some other game or if it's just me uh, working an actual event. So I thankfully have not had – um, any any slip ups per se in terms of becoming a fan that I shouldn't be in in a work situation, uh, but it you know I like every fan I kind of live and die with uh, the the quality of the team and with wins and losses and of course you you want to see more wins than losses and you want to see playoffs and you want to win a championship again. And so, you know, there's nothing different about how I feel than, than the rest of of Bulls nation. But, but I will say this, I was talking with Mark, who's a friend of mine. He does uh, radio play by play for the Indiana Pacers. And when they were in town near the end of the season, he and I were chatting before the game and, and both kind of said the same thing. Like, in, in our jobs, getting to do what we do, there is never a bad day. It is always better when the team wins. <laughs> um, but I would enjoy my job just as much if we went 0-82 as if we went 82-0. and 0. Um, and, and that sounds like hyperbole. And obviously there's more excitement and more opportunity in the, in the stadiums louder and, and, and more full. But, but in the grand scheme of loving a job and not wanting ever to do anything else, that wouldn't change because I, I'm fully aware how fortunate I am, how lucky I am, and getting to sit courtside for 41 Bulls games plus preseason and playoffs or uh, seven or eight Bears games or whatever it ends up being is, is a privilege and it's an honor, and I – absolutely love coming to work every single day regardless of if we won by 30 the night before or lost by 30 yeah and and, you know that must that must be such a great feeling as well that you know that you project that quite literally to the the fans that are are surrounding you in in the stadium and people listening that can hear you at home as well so i mean that must be really satisfying yeah, it's, it's satisfying. It's scary a little bit too, right? It's like I don't ever, <laughs> I don't ever think about people listening to me while I'm doing it. Like I never imagine the people at home who are tuning in for the introductions, or look at people in the stands who are holding up their phones to record 
serious and that, you know, the running of the bulls, I, I don't think about that in the moment. Um, part of it is I'm busy, <laughs> you know, my brain is right. doing something else, but part of it is I don't, I don't ever want to act in such a way as to try to be what somebody else wants me to be rather than just be myself and hope they like it. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of the, the feeling I take into it. But uh, it is cool to know that ideally, if I'm doing my job well, I'm helping lead fans along the journey of uh, of the rises and falls in uh, in the course of any basketball game. Excellent. Yeah, it kind of ties in with one of my questions, actually. Obviously, Chicago sports isn't um, or hasn't been a, a, a good place for the last however many years. Obviously, a couple of years ago, Bulls... You know, everyone was excited coming into the bull season after the you know trades for Demar and stuff like that, and it seems like Bears are having a a bit of a hyped off season. Do you get caught up in all of that, or can you like distance yourself from it and just look forward to to work basically? I absolutely get caught up in it, actually, um, <laughs> but in in the best possible way. Like I I follow it like every fan. I'm. Um, I, I can't tweet as openly about it as most, but but I follow it for sure. And you know, I I love that the NBA specifically and the NFL in some ways has made their off season almost as exciting as as the regular season in certain ways because it's just so fun to see what teams can do and what one player, especially in basketball, can do for a team if if they're signed or let go and. So I, I love that. You know, the part I like about the regular season better, of course, is I get paid. Uh, but um, I, I absolutely follow all the moves of the off season for my teams as to you know the contract situations and then who might go where and what they might do to fill certain holes. And um, man, I, I love that stuff, and my two sons do as well. So uh, we talk about it frequently. Yeah, obviously on the the thought of Chicago sports another team that's not having a, a good time at the minute is Blackhawks you obviously had the uh, the opportunity to do the announcing for one of their games this year was it against uh, LA Kings I, I did yeah I got to um, thankfully it was just the introductions for me and there's not a whole lot that happens in hockey other than that anyway um, but they they had a Bulls night, and so they had me come and, and do the lineups kind of Bulls style with the music playing behind. And what I didn't re- realize going into that was they said, hey, would you come do them? I was like, oh, sure, that'd be fun. So I get there, and I'm thinking I'm going to be up in the, the nosebleeds where Gene Honda, the, the Blackhawks PA guy, sits and would use his mic for the introductions, and then I would go sit in my seats and all would be fine. Um, they did not tell me till I got there that they wanted me at center ice. So <laughs> I, I'm in my slipperiest shoes, of course. I'm wearing these, you know, nice dress shoes. And they then tell me that I have to shuffle my way the length of the ice and then stand there with these giant hockey players skating around me um, <laughs> to do the lineups and then stand there without falling during the national anthem and then shuffle my way all the way back down the ice after that's over while these guys are taking slap shots, getting ready for, <laughs> for the game. And I I thought for sure something terrible was going to happen. I was going to fall. I was going to get accidentally run over by Thor. 
uh, you know, (laughs) but thankfully I made it out and back without falling and uh, the introductions went well. And now I can, I can check the NHL off my list. Yeah. Is there any video footage of that? Because that looks like it'd be quite funny to watch. (laughs) Um, There is definitely video footage of the lineups themselves. I'm hoping nobody caught the shuffling along the boards to get out there and back, but I'm sure somebody has it, but I haven't seen it. (laughs) Down the line, is NHL something that would appeal to you, or are you not a particular fan of it? I'll be honest and say I don't follow it super regularly. Um, I absolutely would would try it if given the opportunity. Um, you know, with, with the Blackhawks, uh, Gene Hahn has been doing it forever, and I expect that he'll continue doing it forever. Um, but with with opportunities that come my way, I'd certainly be willing to give it a shot. Yeah, because yeah, I'm a big ice hockey fan myself. So not a Blackhawks fan, unfortunately, but or fortunately as it may be. But yeah, so well, if you follow at least follow a team that's in your own time zone. Uh, I do follow my local team, and I was quite involved with them. But obviously, they're they're not even professional. So, uh, but no, I'm a Rangers fan. Oh well, <laughs> that, I mean that's a little closer, I suppose. But <laughs> by an hour, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good, um, Tim. I, I'm going to ask this question now, bearing in mind that I, I'm fully aware of the fact that you are limited in, in some of the things that you may or may not be able to talk about. So if you need to duck this or swerve this, I totally understand, but I still feel like I need to ask all the same. Go for it. Um, in the exit presser, it, it sounded very much like AK is kind of leaning towards uh, running it back again. Um, however, if it's a thing that a decision has to be made to break up the big three, um, what piece do you think would make the most sense for them to move? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't know that I can give a straight answer to that. Um, yeah, I kind of thought that might be the case. But at the same time, you know, if I didn't ask that question, I'm sure I'd be asked why I didn't. Sure, sure. You know, and, and here's the thing. Like, I, I am an eternal optimist and so and a loyalist. So um, unlike a lot of fans anyway, I find myself always assuming, hoping, wishing, whatever, that that things are going to get better without dramatic change. Rarely would I ever be one to go, all right, throw in the towel, blow the whole thing up, let's Mm -hmm. embark on a three- or five-year rebuilding plan. That's just not um, my nature. But the reality of the situation, of course, is that um, pro sports is very much a business, and – there's very little room for heart and there's very little room for, well, he's a good guy or there's Mm -hmm. very little room for, um, I think he'll do better next year. And so really difficult decisions have to be made. And, you know, I, have gotten to, I probably talked to DeMar more than, uh, Vooch or Zach, although there's been interactions with all of them. And so I, I definitely, you know, if leaving that final game, um, I, I really, there was a sad part of me going, if one of those guys isn't back, have I just said their name with excitement for the last time? Yeah, um, of course. And whether that's Io, whether that's Damar, whether that's any of them. And so, and those are my two favorite to say, those are like the ones that if people are going to imitate me, those are the two that they pick. <laughs> and so, um, 
that that's hard for me to even think about. Um, but it's one of those things that, you know, it is a business. I totally understand that. And uh, I, I'm ready to make good entertainment with whoever is on the team. But if I had my wishes, everybody would be back, but we would be better. <laughs> that that was a perfectly diplomatic response. I, I accept that fully. That was very good. <laughs> uh, speaking of player interactions, last time we had you on, you mentioned how oh, you you left Javante hanging, and yeah, yeah. that that hurt me quite a lot. So, <laughs> did you actually fist bump him this this season? I definitely have. Yeah, and 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 it wasn't that I left him hanging. The one and only time I, I had the opportunity, he, he early on when he was before he got hurt, he would come by and chat and um, fist bump quite a bit. And then he had the injury and we didn't really see him again the rest of the season until the very, very end. And so uh, I, I had a couple opportunities early on, uh, but then the injury kind of <laughs> caused him to uh, to not come my way very often. Yeah, like you say, the injury, we lost him. And then when he come back, we saw him dancing on the sideline, which I believe Neil's got a question about dancing. I do, actually, yeah. <laughs> it's based around the other dancer that tends to be on the sideline, which is uh, Dale and Terry. Now, sure. myself and Matt, and not just us, I mean, we know it's Bulls Nationwide. We fell in love with Dale and Terry. Uh, I mean, his energy, mainly from the bench this season, gone. But uh, it, it's just, it, it's infectious, um, he seems to love to interact with the people around him as well, which which is great. Is he as much fun in real life as he looks? And has he dragged you up for a few moves yet? <laughs> um, well, first of all, no one's coming to me for dance moves. Uh, <laughs> that's for sure. I, I did an event last night in downtown Chicago for a, uh, a private medical company, and I was just introducing some of their award winners. Um, and But they were they were ready to, to dance and stuff after they had just finished dinner. And I was like, I'm going to need to leave immediately because <laughs> this is, this is not my thing. Um, for Dalen though, he, he's, his energy is infectious. I think that's the word you used. And um, mm-hmm. his smile is infectious and, and on, on the court, he's got some of that too. Although um, it's kind of, in some ways, I feel it's like watching um, a baby deer first learning to run, <laughs> like just limbs going everywhere with no specific direction. Um, so I think you know, once all that starts to click, it, it'll be it'll be great. But uh, you do realize either just how young he is or just how old I am uh, when you're around him because he's just you can tell he's super young, has a ton of energy. And, you know, um, I, that does translate in a lot of ways. And I'm looking forward to seeing it truly translate uh, into uh, play and hopefully positive results on the court next year. Yeah, definitely. I think we're all we're all hoping that uh, that's the way it goes. Like, you know, we've we've said he's, he's a ball of energy and uh, really just hope that that transfers into him being a baller as well. On top of that, it would be it would be a great package. Yeah, obviously talking about people up close. When we, we obviously we went out to Paris to watch the game there, and we were both amazed at how smooth Demar actually is. So, is a a player on Bulls team that when you you sat there watching him, you just think, how are you doing that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and 
well, I guess to, to the rest of the NBA as well. Is there a player within the rest of the NBA that you, when he comes in to the UC, you just sat there thinking, how are you doing that? Yeah, I mean, if, if I'm honest, compared to myself, the answer is all of them. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it is, you know, when you get to sit close and see, I, I think on television, it's really hard to gauge, obviously, height, you know, how big these mm. guys are. But the other thing is speed. Um, I I sit courtside for college games too, and you and and they're quick. They're you know a lot of um, NBA prospects play at that level. But man, when you make the jump to the NBA, everybody is fast. Everybody has got a uh, you know comparatively speaking a quick first step and the the twitch that you just don't see in in most people. Uh, I would put Demar on the list from from the Bulls for sure. Just how he manages to knock down shots fading away with people in his face that the that mid-range jump shot with people draped all over him uh, after pump faking seven times is just <laughs> un, unbelievable to me that he's able to do that with with such regularity uh, around the NBA I would say um, in terms of speed uh, jaw um, Anthony Edwards, uh, Zach Levine both have this just explosive, quick speed that I don't know how anybody stays in front of them. And then I, I would put um, Giannis on the list of people who should not be able to do what it is they're doing. You know, one dribble from half court to dunk is just <laughs> you know stupid, ridiculous. Uh, Steph with you know being able to knock down shots from anywhere at any time with seemingly not even looking at the basket. Um, a lot of those guys impressed me. Zion, when he was healthy, you know, nobody that big should be able to jump that high uh, and do some of the things he does. So I, I'm in awe every single game for different reasons, uh, but um, I, I don't ever get tired of it, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some unbelievable talent around, around the league for sure. Um, on a completely different note, um, <laughs> You were you were doing um, player introduction skits on on your Insta uh, throughout the course of the season, and like I mean, I was tuning into them all. I think I, I, I commented on a few of them to you as well. And to be honest with you, I fa- frankly I found them hilarious. Um, <laughs> do, do you have any more plans like that in the pipeline? Um, and also, has there ever been a player that you that you actually struggle to get your tongue around? <laughs> I hope you mean his name and. I do mean um, I do mean his name. Yeah, I right. wouldn't I wouldn't take it in that kind of a personal direction, at least not on a public forum. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, thanks for for watching those. Uh, they really were were TikTok things that I was um, I was just having fun, and it you know a couple of them took off. So I did one for most every team. I don't know that I got quite through all of them, but I did quite a few, and then posted most of them to uh, Instagram as well. And it's just my creative, funny writing side coming out uh, and trying to use that in a way that's somewhat related to my job and, and why most people follow me. So uh, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed them. Um, I, I hope to do more, although I, I'm going to have to come up with a maybe a different angle now. You know, that one's kind of been done. I got mm-hmm. through most of the team, so... I'll, um, I'm going to have to figure out what that, that angle is. But once I do, then my brain will start going on it and I won't be able to quit till I get through them. So I'm sure it will happen. I'm just not sure what it's going to be and, and when that's actually going to, uh, to get its way out. Uh, names that I struggle with, um, 
Most of them, I think I've got a handle on. I, I struggled with Sandro Mamukelishvili for a little bit. Um, it just that was not one that naturally uh, rolls off the tongue, so to speak. Um, and then, and, and he doesn't play much. I don't even know if he's in the league anymore, quite honestly. Uh, would be and he played for Michigan in college, and then I think went to Orlando, maybe. I always, I always wanted to say to start with Bray instead of Bra, and then once you get there, then you can't recover. <laughs> you, kind of, you, you flip those two syllables, and then it's so. Um, that is always one that I had to think Bra's take it and break it down before I said it every time, just to make sure I got it right. I don't know why. It's by no means the hardest name in the league. Uh, but but that's one that, for whatever reason, my brain wanted to say something different to start the name than it should have been. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, some of the names are just very, very difficult to uh, to wrap your lips around, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and Giannis, you know, the Atetokounmpo brothers were, were one early on that just terrified me. It's like, you're, you know you're going to be saying it a lot when Milwaukee comes to town. And so the last thing, and, I, and I've heard horror stories of, yeah, we had a PA guy who literally said his name differently every single time. So <laughs> you don't want to be that guy. Um, but that one I just said to myself over and over and over and over and over and over again. And I don't, don't look at it. That'll screw you up. Um, and, and once you get it, you get it. Yeah. Cause it doesn't really sound entirely the way it looks either, which nope, doesn't help. <laughs> sure doesn't. Most of the time that's the problem is you look at it and your brain goes, well, that's not what those letters are. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you, you can't do that. But wasn't wasn't there a, a misinterpretation of their surname anyway? Um, I, I think I remember seeing something. I watched the is it Rise Up the, the the documentary that they had. Oh yeah. And wasn't wasn't there some sort of a drop of the way it was spelled or the way it was pronounced anyway? Even when they came over from Greece. I think so. Yeah, because it's um, there's some Greek pronunciation in the last name that's not stereotypically Greek. And so I don't I don't know all of the stories, but I know um, some of the descent in what the last name is and then how Greek letters are pronounced kind of got mixed mm-hmm. together. And um, so we, we go with what they tell us um, right. <laughs> as players. But sometimes the players are like, I'm going to tell them something that an American can say. Uh, so, you know, who knows how it, uh, actually might be, uh, to the rest of their family, but, uh, I, I think we're pretty close. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So speaking of names, obviously a new one for, for you this year was Pat Bev. And obviously the first thing that went around after Pat Bev joined was the, the Pat Bev effect. Did you get any sort of... Pat Bev effect yourself, you know, obviously having to introduce another one from Chicago and did you sort of notice it in the arena as well, the, the Pat Bev effect? Yeah, I mean, I think um, certainly win-loss after he showed up, at least the first 10 or 12 games showed there there was an effect. Um, my big question slash concern was um, what, what, first of all, does he want to be introduced as from Chicago? And if he does, should we do it? Um, because that obviously was Derek Rose's thing. And then it became IO's thing. And 
So that was a big question for me. And then once it was, yes, that's what we want to do, it started out as he was taking over for IO so we wouldn't have two of them in the same starting lineup. Um, but then a few games later, they both started. And then I'm like, uh-oh, now what do we do? And so <laughs> thankfully I had – I, I don't know if it was super intentionally, but I didn't want to make Io's introduction and Pat Bev's introduction sound exactly the same, even if they weren't in the starting lineup at the same time. I just didn't want that to be a carbon copy. So with Io, it was um, from Chicago. It kind of landed down. Um, and with with Pat Bev, I did from Chicago up there. And just to differentiate the two. Well, that came in really handy when they were both in the lineup at the same time. <laughs> it didn't sound like you were copying and pasting the exact same introduction. And we split them up with Booch in, in between. So mm. it, it ended up working out fine. But, um, yeah, that was the biggest thing for me was how, how do we introduce him and uh, how does he take to that? Uh, he was out on the court. I believe this was his it was either his first game or his second game. And he was out while we were rehearsing. Uh, just shooting around, and we did. And we always rehearsed the the intros, and he was in in the lineup as we were rehearsing. And I remember looking up as the music started to play, and and he stopped completely shooting, turned around, and watched the entire seventy two seconds of that lineup um, on on the big board, and afterwards walked over to the table, um, and I said, "Hey." How, how did that go? Did, did that sound okay to you to making sure we sort of did it justice? And he, he, he didn't have a tear in his eye, but you could tell he was moved. And he goes, man, you made me feel just like Michael Jordan. And I said, mission accomplished. And wow, he yeah, walked sure. away. So um, it was fun to have him around and uh, certainly glad he got his, his time to shine in, in the city where he grew up. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a great. That's a great story with Pat Bev. That really is, and it was the same last time you were on. You had some great stories about individual players, and I kind of threw them at you pretty quick fire. So uh, <laughs> you, you did great to keep thinking of them as they were coming through. But um, one other new player that we've acquired um, since we last spoke to you is uh, Andre Drummond, um, and he's another guy who comes across as a real character. Um, we love him uh, here at Sea Ridge UK, um, and we've been using the hashtag all season of, of Embrace the Chaos. Um, do you have any good stories or funny stories about, about Dre? Yeah, he um, he's kind of a man, despite being a little all over the place sometimes, uh, he is a man of routine and always kind of like DeMar, does the same thing at the same time in the same way. And uh, a couple of things he does. One is in those last few minutes before um, before tip off, he will he will come right to center court, right in front of me, grab a ball off the rack, and uh, shoot a half court shot. And he always kind of makes eye contact with me or one of the guys next to me just to make sure we're watching. Because if he makes it, he wants credit for it. And uh, he's he's made a couple of them. Um, but uh, but usually they're they usually they don't go in. Um, they're they're harder than free throws, and so uh, <laughs> they're they're not. It's not common, but it, that's always fun. And then uh, literally right after lineups, as guys are going out to, to center court to tip, 
he kind of runs the runs along the scorer's table right to half court and bangs, almost punches the scorer's table three times. And the first time he did it, I was not watching. So I was not prepared for the... <laughs> and I turn and I look up and it's just Andre being Andre. And, uh, and then he does this little like fake sparring boxing match with, with Zach Levine as they're getting ready to head out there. And um, one of the times he had, he had looked down while that was happening, I'm like, uh, it in a boxing match, I've got you, Andre, <laughs> for, for sure. Uh, in a in a three point contest, it's Zach Levine all day. But uh, though it's he's he's a funny guy, uh, but he's pretty routine, and those are a couple things I now at least know to expect before every game. Right, I tell you, you might want to advise him as well. Actually, if he wants to add something new to his routine, taking out his nose ring might be a, a ah, good move. Yes, yes, <laughs> I'll uh, point that out next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously we've hit the off season. Is there such a thing as a, a Tim Sinclair off season? And if so, what does it look like? Yeah, I mean it's a little more off for me than uh, than normal. You know, once uh, NBA ends, whether that's in April or May, or hey, hope hope someday it's June. Uh, you know, we're playing in the finals. Um, then I've got a little time where pretty much I've just got um, soccer that I'm working, and that's much less frequent than, than basketball would be. Um, and so for, for at least June and July, uh, you know, I'll probably have six, seven soccer matches maybe uh, before um, NFL starts ramping up in August and then some of the other things in September and October. Uh, but I also I try to keep busy in in doing other things. I I mentioned earlier hosting an event or doing lineups for some corporation or you know there's a lot, lots of different ways that uh, my skill set can be used that are you know, maybe outside of sports. And so April ended up being really busy and that kind of thing, which was fun. And I've got a few opportunities uh, in May as well. So it, there are there are down times, and it's typically May through July. Um, but also, I don't want to be too down because uh, when you when you count on every event to equal a paycheck, then you want as many of those events as you can. Yeah, that that's definitely understandable. And, and speaking of your different skill sets that you have, um, we touched on this the last time you were with us that you'd been uh, asked to record on the the two K um, twenty three and to use your voice for for the game. Um, is there any more that you need to do for that now? Do they bring you back in to kind of do different names? Have you been asked to come back? Um, or what way do they kind of tweak it as, as they change players to different teams, etc.? Yeah, we come back every year. Um, so I've been to L.A. three times now, I think, maybe four. Um, and the first one was the longest because you had to cover every potential <laughs> facet of the game. But then after that, primarily we're doing new names. So these would be guys who um, are in the draft or projected in the draft, uh, college players who might be in the draft. Uh, and then they always create some new my player names that they use for different characters. So you're doing those names. And then any additional features they might be adding to the new um, setup. So... I get a chance to do all of those when I go out there and um, 
there are some fun new things coming with 2K24. I, I can't say exactly what they are, but um, some, some fun new things that you'll be able to do that you haven't been able to do in old games. And the other thing they're trying to do is allow you to basically mix and match any first name with any last name. So if you wanted to be Michael Pippen or Scotty Jordan, <laughs> instead of Michael Jordan or Scotty Pippen, you can create that. And so for us, we had to go through and do all the names with with enough space in between so that they can cut them and splice them together. So when we're recording, I might do Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen, so that they could take Michael Pippen and put those together on the game. And now it sounds like you've created a new character. So um, those are all things that, uh, that they think about and we just have to go in and record and it's, man, it's a blast to see, sort of how they put all that together. It can get a little monotonous actually recording, but uh, but it's a lot of fun regardless. I'd say it is. And that must be quite difficult actually to kind of get the inflections in your voice right so that they mesh well. Yeah, you, you've got to think through how how you do the first name and then how the second name is going to sound with the inflection because you could do you could do it in a way that it would sound weird. And so you, you have to go, all right, this is how I'm saying all the first names. So this is the inflection or set of inflections that would work with how I've already done the first names. And um, it, it does take a little thought, but once you get into a routine, it's not bad. Cool. Yeah. I, I mentioned last time I had you on that, obviously you doing 2k will get me some, and you obviously talking to you gets me some major dad points. And uh, so hopefully they'll be doubled this weekend when I finally get home and I tell him that <laughs> I've had you on again. And he's, <laughs> he's really got into basketball this year as well, which is, is good for me. So um, mainly through 2K. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, it's, a, it's a really well done game and uh, definitely fun to be a part of it. My two sons play it quite a bit as well. And so um, however however they get into the sport, we'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I've just got one more question before we get into stump and everything. What? How would you see the future of Tim Sinclair? You know, do you? Is there any more sports that you'd fancy trying your hand at, or um, something that you fancy giving up? <laughs> <laughs> don't, want to, don't want to talk yourself out of a job or anything. <laughs> no, I, I'm really bad at quitting quitting stuff. So um, I, I'm I've been fairly adept at getting jobs, but I've I've proven to be pretty bad at quitting them. Um, so no, I don't I don't plan to not do any uh, in in the near future for sure. Um, I, I we talked about hockey, we talked about baseball. Taking on another full season sport would be a lot. Um, especially like hockey, which is in my already busy season. Um, baseball would be a little easier since the spring and summer is lighter. But um, there are a lot of individual events I would like to do. I want a chance to do a World Cup. I want a chance to do um, the Olympics. You know, things like that I think would be uh, really, really cool and some sort of feathers in my cap and resume builders. And uh, both are coming to the U.S. in the not-too-distant future, and so I'm hoping I'll get a, a few opportunities once those arrive. Yeah, watch this space. Some more All-Star games? 
Uh, for sure. I, uh, the next one's in Indianapolis, uh, which is obviously not too terribly far from here. So uh, I'm hoping they'll find a way to use me in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Uh, obviously, last time we were on, we'd, we'd only just really started doing this, and it was through one of your apps, uh, which is the CEO of Stump. Um, and I believe that's obviously we've progressed and Stump's progressing as well. Uh, so I didn't know how much you could you could tell us on this and how much you want to tell us on this. Yeah, so we, we created Stump, and first of all, thank you guys for jumping on so early and trying it out despite uh, you know there not being a huge community there just yet. Um, but it was sort of our our guinea pig to see would it work? Can we um, pull together what we need to pull together to, to try to create? And an audio atmosphere, kind of a, a Twitter or an Instagram for, for audio. And, and that was really the goal. Um, but we found, like, by telling people, hey, you can talk about anything with anyone on this new platform, that was really paralyzing. <laughs> for most people, they're like, ah, that's too much to choose from. I can't, I can't wrap my brain around that. And so, um, you know, a lot of people just didn't, unless they had something they were already doing, um, to get them to start creating audio about a random subject was, was difficult. But but we knew the model was there and we knew the concept was there. And with my background in sports, we began to think, well, what if we focused Stump on sports? And so we've spent the bulk of the last year creating Stump Sports, which is very similar to how Stump works. And for those who are already on the Stump platform, it's, it's not going to change much, except... Um, one, the content will will all be sports related, but uh, we've got an API which is bringing in sports stories and sports scores based on your preferences. So if you're a basketball fan or if you're a Bulls fan or if you're all things Chicago fan, your uh, Stump Sports app will show you stories and scores about all your favorite teams. And then you're able to, one, get that information, but two, immediately stump or record about any of those things. Um, and it's attached directly to the score or the story. So um, if 300 other people have watched the Bulls game last night and had comments about it, when you go to the Bulls game on your app, you'll not only see the score, but you can listen to everybody else's comments or podcasts or whatever about that specific event. Um, it's going to help sort um, content from if you want to listen to all NBA content, you search NBA, you hit enter. Anybody who's stumped about NBA games will be there. And now you can listen kind of like you would on Spotify or whatever your podcast app is and go one by one. And it'll take you through uh, listening to what everybody has to say about the NBA in the last day or so. And so we're, we're excited about uh, the possibilities and we're looking forward to building both uh creators and consumers of content. Um, and and hopefully the, the new version of the app will be out here in the next couple of weeks. Wow. Well, we, uh, we'll be on board with that one then. Yeah, definitely. So- sounds right up our alley. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and you're our, I mean, all your stuff will be there. So when people search Chicago or Chicago Bulls or NBA or basketball, um, your content will be included because – everything you've done has been tagged with one of those hashtags. And so 
that's really the idea is it's a quick way to find others who are talking about sports and the cities and the leagues that you already care about. And if you're a creator, it's a quick way to make sure your content is going to the exact right people and you don't have to really search it out. It's going to come to you based on the preferences you've already put into into the app. Fantastic. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I mean, we're always looking for, for new ways to spread our content anyway, so that's uh, going to help massively. Well, we uh, we sure hope so, and I'll uh, you'll be the first to know when uh, the new the new one launches. It uh, looks fairly similar to the one you've been using, but uh, I, I think you'll enjoy uh, the the hashtagging and sort of the sorting of everything and its attachment to directly to games and teams more so than uh, than you have in the past. Brilliant. Brilliant. So yeah, I, I've got no more questions, Neil. I don't know if you have. No, I've got I've got no more questions for yourself, Tim. Unless you have anything that you want to ask us. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I do off the top. I again, I mentioned a little bit at the beginning, but it's been really fun to, to see you guys grow and uh, you know your 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 fun host, and you've really um, turned this into something pretty cool. And uh, so I'm I'm super happy that uh, you guys are doing something you love. It, it is a labor of love, I know. A- a- emphasis on labor, probably. But um, it's appreciated, so keep it up. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. So Yeah, well, um, I guess you don't really need to tell anybody where they can find you because nobody knows where they can find you. (laughs) Yeah, Tim, Jason, Claire, pretty much everywhere. So if you're not following (laughs) me, please do. But, uh, yeah, I'm not hard to find, even if you don't know the hashtag or the handle. Just uh, search PA Bulls and and you'll find me. Or you'll be at a sporting event somewhere talking. True, I'm the, I'm the one behind the microphone usually. <laughs> yeah, we you know obviously we massively appreciate you you coming back on with us and being our first two time guest. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to make you the first three time guest. Uh, I'm in when whenever you guys are ready. Uh, I'll uh, I'll gladly hop back on. We'll have to keep up with your all star uh, all star performances. Well, I <laughs> I hope we have more to talk about next year. That that's the plan, but it's not my call. So uh, if <laughs> if they uh, they send me the email or shoot me the text, then uh, then I'll be there for sure. Yeah, well, like I say we massively appreciate all the support that you've you've given us from the start as well. Obviously through Stump and obviously we we're using Ringer now, which is your other app. And uh, yeah, it's massively appreciated. Anytime. So glad it's working out, and uh, we'll talk again soon. All right. Yep. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Take guys. Bye bye. So yeah, Tim Sinclair, everybody. You know, like I say, massively appreciate him coming on. Second time, first two-time guest with us, and uh, all-round great guy. Yeah, he really is. Such such a nice guy. He, he he sounds like he'll be a nice guy when you're listening to him, and then when you actually get to speak to him on a personal level. He's an absolutely top guy and a great follow as well. So go ahead yeah. and find him if you don't already. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't want to uh, jump in with an ad read while Tim was in his flow. So we'll we'll get that in now and then we'll, we'll wrap up. Yeah, for sure. So uh, as we've spoken about so many times before, we, uh, we are very proud of our partnership with Victory Sports UK. Victory Sports UK is a UK-based sports apparel and equipment store where you can get your NBA and other sporting goods. So get kitted out in your favourite team gear and rep your squad. All C-Rage UK group members and followers can avail of a special discount code for 15% off 
off their entire range, including products already on sale. Just make sure you're liking and following Sea Rage UK on Twitter or become part of the Sea Rage UK group on Facebook to receive your exclusive discount code on request. Visit victorysportsuk.co.uk to seal your victory with Victory Sports UK. Fantastic. So, yeah, that obviously well, concludes today's episode. Um, you know, obviously, like I say, we massively appreciate him coming on. And we have got other guests lined up, but if there is anybody listening that fancies hopping on and chatting Bulls, chatting NBA, whatever it happens to be, then just let us know. Well, let Neil know, because he sorts all that out now. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can slide into my DMs and we'll figure it out and we'll work out something that suits us all. Yeah, and... Uh, I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> um, Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's got me with sliding in DMs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it wouldn't be the Sea Ridge UK podcast without me losing my train of thought, would it? So No, it's got to be at least once, doesn't it? Yeah, and it is 10 o'clock at night now, so, you know. Mm-hmm. I've been at work since half four this morning. Um, but anyway, enough about me. Um, yeah, we aim to be back next week. Um, hopefully we've got some more Bulls content. We have got some Bulls content planned for the, obviously, off-season. And don't forget to check out com for any of our pieces we've got somebody planning on doing a piece over the weekend i think so that'll be dropped and shared and everything as soon as and as usual i've been matt you can find me on twitter at matt c red uk and you can find us on all the socials at c red uk and you can find me on twitter at neil c red uk we'd like to once again thank you all for listening and tuning in Do keep leaving comments on the socials. We love the interaction and the feedback. And join us on the Facebook group too. Now I'm getting twisted in my words. (laughs) Remember to subscribe and give us the important five-star reviews and to check out all of our latest information and get access to our written articles, click on CRedUK.com. Until the next episode, wherever you are in the world, C-Red, go Bulls. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator.